0: Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Thursday, so we're going to talk a little bit of history. All week, we're celebrating Jane Silent Bob reboot, Snoochie Boochies. And I've already seen it once. I went to the Tuesday showing. I'm actually going to go see it again tonight. Tonight, it's a double feature with Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Uh, Isaac, my buddy, my tattoo guy, and I, we're going to go see it. I'm excited. I mean, I've already seen it once, but, you know, with all of his movies... The, the more you watch them, the more you notice all the little design notes, all the little Easter eggs in the background and everything. And to get myself ready, I went back, um, actually the past couple of days, I've been re-watching some of the other View Askew films, so we're going to do a recap of those. The other day we talked about the non-View Askew stuff, but today we're going to look at the View Askew stuff. So of course I started with Clerks, that's where it all began. Clerks came out in '94, made a buttload of money. Um, it was like a twenty-seven thousand dollar budget that Smith sold his comic collection for, and maxed out all his credit cards and everything. And it made over three million dollars, so pretty good return, and won him all the awards and everything. The when it came out, and put, that's what put him on the map and got him going. Now, it also kicked off the View Askew franchise the movie rewatching it it holds up i think what's good about and this is true for all of his movies is as much as they are pop culture and a product of their times and they're super dialogue heavy there's not a lot of dialogue that references what's going on in the outside world um I mean, Strike Back and Reboot kind of do, but Clerks, you know, and with it being in the black and white, kind of adds this timeless quality to it. And I forgot how much fun it was. You're going to hear me say that probably with every movie, but it, you know, seeing these guys and knowing where they're going to go, where they're going to end up, I think that helps a lot too, because if you... If you know the ending, and then you go back to the beginning, it it is nice. And uh, all the characters were just just a delight. And Brian O'Halloran and Jeff Anderson, Jason Mewes, Kevin Smith, everybody. Uh, Mellon Gigliotti and Lusa Spoonhour. Lisa, sorry. Lusa, sorry. <laughs> uh, they're just amazing, you know, and... It's a movie that I hadn't watched in a long time, and I'm glad I went back and watched it because it was just, like I said, just wonderful, and I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. Then I went on and watched Mallrats, which was released in 1995. Um, this movie was not as well received. It was on a budget of $6 million and made $2 million at the box office. But there are good things that came out of this movie. We got Jason Lee, uh, Shannon Doherty, Ben Affleck in the Viewisk Universe. And for that, I am incredibly thankful. Uh, Something that this movie also did. So shared universes, you know, now that's what every studio wants. That's what everybody needs. Smith was doing them better than anybody before anything because back then nobody even thought about stuff like that like Batman had his movies Superman had his movies Fantastic Four had their movies Punisher had his movies Blade had his movies Daredevil had his movies you know you you didn't cross over and part of it was because these big studios thought we were all stupid Um, Warner Brothers still does to an extent you can go back to our Joker week and Colby and I talk about that a lot, but Kevin Smith was like, "No, hey, all these characters kind of halfway know each other, and they're all friends of friends, and just how it would be in real life, but unlike real life, but like the MCU, Stan Lee makes a cameo in here, one of his first like non Marvel movie cameos, and that's something that you know we uh, we look forward to, and everything." just now we miss it and this is where it started and uh, to the point where captain marvel Stan Lee's cameo in that he's reading the script for mall rats and it was great uh, if you go out you can look up kevin smith's reaction to it and we brought him to tears and rightfully so you know because that was the next to last cameo that stanley had and I'm gonna just for the record, I wasn't a huge fan of his last cameo. I thought it was kinda wasted, so it was it was really great. But Mallrats it It's better than people give it credit for. You know, there's a lot of good jokes. It's more slapstick, which people think that all of his movies are slapstick, but really they're not. Mallrats is the only one and maybe there's a reason why it didn't do as well. Uh, After that, though, you had in 97 Chasing Amy, which was only a budget of a quarter mil and did $12 million at the box office. And from what rumors and things said, it was like two votes away from being nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards that year. Uh, So I think that's really, really awesome. The movie is really strong. Uh, really funny, you know, in seeing the life of a comic creator, as it were. Uh, you know, they embellish some stuff, they have some fun with things, but it's, it's a really phenomenal movie, you know. it. I don't know if I classify it as a dramedy, or a romantic comedy, or a buddy comedy, because it s- transcends all of that. It's such a phenomenal movie. And I, I think it's one of Ben Affleck's best movies, one of Joey Lauren Adams' best movies, Jason Lee. Everybody who's in this movie, it was one of their best movies. And it's probably Kevin Smith's best movie, too, if we're if we're being 100% honest. Uh, but it's, it's a hard tie, because next you had the 1999 film Dogma, which I loved. I forgot how great this movie was, especially. Uh, this movie... Despite all the controversy and all the protesting, which that's another thing. Smith actually went to some protests and protested the movie. Like I mean, he was himself, but nobody recognized him, so it's great. He, that's another fun thing to look up. It was a $10 million budget, made $44 million. So, great return. And this movie, again, is actually really sweet. I've shown it to some of my friends who are uh, preachers, pastors... ...religious people, things like that... ...who had never seen it... Because, ...just because of the controversy... ...and they agree that it's a great movie... ...and the message... ...it's kind of there... ...like it's actually... ...at the end of the day... ...it's a message about hope and love... ...and... ...just amidst a bunch of dick and fart jokes... ...so... ...it's a really powerful movie... Uh, ...and... ...again... ...you get Ben Affleck... like ...really bringing his A-game... Chris Rock, Selma Hayek, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman as an angel. That's reason enough to watch the movie alone. It's just so good. Unfortunately, I didn't get to Clerks 2. It's kind of ran out of time. And since I'm seeing Jane Silent Bob Shrek back tonight, Snoogans, I'm excited. But so far, having my memory jogged reminded me why I love Kevin Smith, why I love the Viewersque Universe, and why it's so great. Uh, like I said, I I think, I don't know, I, Jay and Silent Bob's right back may be my favorite movie, the most fun movie, but Chasing Amy is the best movie, if that makes sense. Let me know what's your favorite movie in the Askew world. Let us know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or over on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just look for The Night Nerd or email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time.